0: Welcome to the PR Moment Podcast, produced in association with the Marketeers Network. Welcome to the latest PR Moment Podcast. This week, we're talking to Louise Turner, Managing Director of Edelman Data and Intelligence, about the UK results of the Edelman Trust Barometer 2022. Before we start, just to say, the tickets for the Pure Moment Awards have now gone on sale. All the details are on the Pure Moment Awards website. They will be the first Peer Moment Face-to-Face Awards since 2019, so I think it's safe to say we're expecting a big night. It's early days, but I imagine the London event may well sell out, so I'd suggest getting your tickets sooner rather than later. Thanks also to our PR Moment podcast sponsors, the PRCA. Louise, welcome to the show. This has become a bit of an annual tradition, hasn't it? (laughs) It has been, it has. I enjoy it very much. If only that were true. So come on then, tell us us your top trends for this year, um, 2022, coming out of the UK results of the Edelman Trust Barometer.
1: So it won't surprise your listeners to know that some of the key themes coming out in 2022 are around distrust. So as you know, and as most people know, the Edelman Trust Barometer is a wide study of trust. We speak to respondents across 28 different markets, and we do a particular deep dive in the UK. So from our UK deep dive, we've seen that trust is really, really low. Those low scores are really driven by government and media this year, too. Government and media are both seen as some of the big institutions that govern our society, but they're seen as divisive. So, focused on short term votes or clicks, respectively, uh, rather than trusted quality information and leadership. And some of the findings this year are really showing that people feel that that's getting worse, not getting better. So another key theme coming through is that because of that, there's some really high expectations on NGOs and businesses, actually. So we're seeing some results coming through around expectations that businesses really step up and lead in society. We can talk about that in a bit more detail. Um, And then just one other really interesting finding this year is a record gap in the trust between high-income groups and low-income groups. Over the last 10 years in the UK, that's really been widening. So the high-income group is really rising in terms of their trust in institutions, whether that's government, media, business or NGOs, that one's going up. But low-income groups, trust is staying steady and it's much, much lower. It's right down in the 30s compared to that high-income group right up in the 60s. And we're actually the the third highest country in terms of that gap of inequality too, across all the 28 we measure. So those are some key findings from the UK results in 2022, distrust being a really key theme.
0: Right. Uh, we're coming to onto a lot of those in a bit more detail in a moment. But there were also, there were some interesting differences between the trust results of the UK government from the, I think you did some results, some some, some of the, the survey in November twenty-one. And then you just refreshed that in in January 2022. And and there was a bit of tension between the results of those two time periods. Is that right?
1: Yeah, there was for sure. So the main trust barometer ran in November 2021. And as I mentioned, the the UK deep dive was the January piece. And... The government is a really interesting um, institution to look at how trust evolves, because at the start of the pandemic, so first few months in kind of May, June 2020, we saw government trust shoot right up. It was the most trusted institution in the UK, it went right into the 60s in terms of trust score. By the end of 2020, it had lost most of that. It was back down in distrusted territory in the 40s, and across 2021, it's remained fairly steady. So, from November 2021, it had a score of a trust score of 42, and that's 42 out of 100. And then in January, it dropped to 29. We haven't seen a score that low for the UK government for the past decade. So whilst I don't think it'll surprise your listeners to know trust is low in the government, that drop in the last couple of months is really very significant. And for the UK government's trust score to be down in the 20s is also really, really low in terms of what we see um, in all the years that we do the trust barometer. So yeah, that's been a real difference from November to January.
0: And in terms of correlation, that sort of goes alongside the sort of party gate type um, scandal, doesn't it, in, in terms of the timings? Yeah.
1: yeah, the timings sit just perfectly along that. So everything that the UK public are reading, thinking about, talking about, it all, it's all contributing to that drop, yeah.
0: Okay. Right, and you mentioned it just a moment ago, but the the, the trust problems have picked up some... I don't know, a growing um, cynicism around purpose and greenwashing? Is that is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, so those high
0: expectations
1: that are on business kind of as a result of the low trust in government, Um, part of those high expectations are, are that businesses are really being expected to step forward, tackle issues that are facing our society, have an impact, and... That's not new. Expectations for businesses to be purpose-driven have been growing, you know, over time in the past couple of years, for sure. But that cynicism you mentioned is emerging too. So people are becoming dubious of businesses' purpose efforts. And this year in the UK Trust Barometer, we asked people a few different attitudes around that. And six in 10 of the UK agreed to a statement that businesses only make commitments to support their marketing, to literally just to have something to say, rather than to actually take action. And that's on everything from sustainability to their diversity, equity and inclusivity commitments too. So that's a really big proportion of people saying businesses are only doing this to have something to say.
0: Um, I mean, that's a bit of an issue, isn't it I and mean, that's, that's it. that, that yeah. basically means yeah. that currently the, the 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 messaging and communication efforts around purpose and sustainability um are not really working particularly well.
1: It is, and part of what you might think is right, maybe we shouldn't bother, but we ask people, do you think businesses have gone too far maybe in this area, or have they indeed not gone far enough? And by a huge multiplier, people are saying, no, no, businesses haven't gone far enough. So some of the key strength of perception coming through in those are around climate change, are around workforce reskilling, they're around economic inequality specifically, and trustworthy information. And some of the other perceptions around that are that people want action, So show me tangible action and tangible results. Don't just talk a good talk. You've got to walk the walk behind it properly too. So yes, that cynicism exists. And yes, that is a problem. The solution, the UK general public is telling us that they want to see the actions behind those commitments too.
0: Right. Um, Now I'm conscious we're we're only going to use the audio feed for this. So um, I'm just going to take a bit of a, a backward step now and just talk around the different trust scores for, for, for the various different stakeholder groups. Um, and we're going to talk about those for, first of all, 2022. But I just want to contextualise that a little bit by putting the, the 2021 that scores in there. So when you listen to this, we'll we'll, we'll, um, we'll populate this, this sort of table, if you like, on, on PR Moment, um, on the actual um, page that we, we host this website from. So just bear that in mind. If uh, if you can't, can't take all of this in on the audio, if you like. But go on, Louise, just talk us through the, the government... Um, the your employer scores the media business and NGO scores for 2022 for, for trust this year
1: yeah you can also go to the Edelman website and download the report if you like to or well, that as well <laughs> which we will include a link for just a oh, lovely good shout, good shout. um so I talked a little bit if we think about the context over the past couple of years and where the big institutions sit today I talked about the trust bubble for government we saw at the start of the pandemic and then it lost that trust across 2020. And then across the year of 2021, scores remained fairly steady. And that's fairly true for all of the four institutions. So business very much stayed in the lead. NGOs come next, then government, then media. So where that's left, uh, left us, well, Now, actually, before I tell you where that's left us, let's talk about that November to January then too. So fairly steady across 2021, then November to January, we've seen those big drops. So big drop for government, 13 points. Big drop for media, same. Business and NGOs have managed to hold on to their trust a bit better, some slight drops, but they still remain in the lead and far ahead of government and media. So that leaves us with business with a trust score of 43, NGOs with a trust score of 37, government with a trust score down in the 20s of 29, and media with a trust score of 22. So you can see the distribution across those four. And then a fifth kind of institution, if you like, that we also study is your employer. So how do you, if you are employed, how do you feel about your employer? Do you trust them? And that score has historically always been much higher. It's right up in the 70s in the UK. And that's actually bucked the trend of the other four. So whereas the other four are decreasing, trust in your employer is rising. So that's up five percentage points year on year to a score of 76 so compare that to the business score in the 40s, that's just absolutely huge. So that's kind of the lay of the land, if you like.
0: And just to confirm, that's for your employer, if you should I mean. that's the, the way people need to think of that, isn't it? So it's for people who have a 76% trust score in their employer, not, exactly. not employers in general.
1: Exactly
0: that. If they are employed,
1: we ask them that question and it's of their employer, yes.
0: Right. So just I mean, just to, to yarn that through a bit, to to to. Um, read those out again we've got the government in the uk 29 percent trust which is an historical low uh, in essence isn't it um compared to your employer at 76 percent, which is just a mind-boggling difference isn't it i mean just and that's as just to emphasize the point that that's never been that that gap has never been anything like that big before
1: well no that's a historical low for government and employers rising
0: so yeah huge yeah. and then the media at you said 22 percent which yes. is um, really interesting, and then business at 43 and 37. So it really does – you know, the context of that is that your employer has a an a, a incredible trust gap, if you like, um, when it comes to everything else. And just put those com- that in some context with us from 2021 then. So for government, we had 29% this year. Been, you mentioned it before, but just to confirm for listeners, what, what was that for, for 2021?
1: It, uh, in November 2021, it was up at 42. So that's a right. 13 percentage point drop there just in the last two months. Right. It was 45 same time last year. So right. fairly well, steady. That, yeah, let's go
0: year on year for these. We? That's, yeah. uh, and then what your employer, it hasn't got, that was 71% last year, I think, wasn't it? So that's gone yeah. up. Uh, trust has gone, as you say, that's bucked the trend by by 5%. Yeah. And then the medias, that, that's, what was that in 2021, in, in Trosco? So
1: in November 2021, it was 35. A year before, it was 37. So again, fairly steady. But that big 13 percentage point drop from November to January is really stark for media too. So both government and media seen as dividing the nation and distrusted is really key.
0: And that media score of twenty two—is that an historic low as well, or is that has that been as bad as that before?
1: Great question. Um, it's it's as low as we've seen in recent years, for sure, for sure.
0: Okay, and and business, um, what, what, generally business. That what was that in in two thousand and one?
1: So in November 2021, it was at 49, so a touch higher, and actually at the same time the year before, it was at 50, so just right into that neutral trusting territory, rather than the distrusting territory of the 40s. Okay. But again, uh, not not as much change in business right. trust uh,
0: and, and just while we're on at NGOs, what what's that gone down? Um, get down from from 2021 to 2022.
1: So in November, that was 48 percent and same time the year before was 49. So, again, mm-hmm. fairly steady. But we have seen a drop from November to Jan in mm-hmm. NGOs as well.
0: So, so the story really is that um, everything's down other than your employer and, and the media and the government trust scores are down pretty spectacularly. That's a
1: perfect summary,
0: Ben. Yes. Right. It took us 20 minutes to get there, but no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
1: also, I'm not sure if spectacular, is probably too positive to, yeah, yeah,
0: um, but, but but very significant. But that's yeah. an interesting trend, isn't it? Really interesting trends. Yeah. Um, and and in our you know, discussion before, you, you talked about these trust scores. Being very personal, just just talk us through what you mean by that because I think that's important for people just to, to just to understand a little bit about that what the, the personal nature of this trust element.
1: Yeah, so I think the employer score and that massive difference that we've just talked about is a really perfect illustration of that. So it brings it to life really nicely. You trust those that are closer to you. Trust is really local, so we see that in a few places throughout the study. So. When we pick apart the different types of government, trust in your local government is higher than trust in your national government. Now, neither is particularly high, 36 versus 29, but there is a difference, that local versus national. And the business piece comes in here too. So for those that are employed, trust in your CEO is up at 53%, whereas trust in CEOs in general is down at 37%. So I think all of those different pieces point to the fact that trust is close, it's local, it's personal, and the further something feels from you, the more distance. Inherently, it comes with lower trust, and you have to work harder to build that trust.
0: Right. Uh, Any idea why your employer, our employer, if you like, is is by miles the most trusted institution. You, you must have thought about that.
1: Yeah, so I think there's a couple of different reasons. Part is because to some extent, if you're lucky enough, you've made that choice. You've made a choice to be employed by the company you're employed by. You are more invested in your day-to-day working life than you might be of something that feels like it's been imposed on you like you don't have a choice of who represents it in the media or you do have a choice in government but for some people that feels very distant so I think there's some element of choice and control there's some element of familiarity you know your employer inside out better than you know some of these other institutions too and knowledge often brings more trust so I think there's a couple of different sort of dynamics going on in terms of what's driving that
0: right um so come on we do this one every year it's my my, my channels question um which um i certainly find interesting i don't know if anyone else does but the just talk us through the the, the how the 2021 and 2022 trust scores for the different media channels um looks
1: Yes, well, we we find this really interesting, obviously, and very useful. (laughs) Um, So we've talked about media sort of as an institution with low trust scores down in the 20s. But it's not true for all channels, all types of media. So we usually see traditional media. And by that, we mean print, online, broadcast, a really sort of wide definition of traditional media there we often see traditional media taking the lead. And in 2022, we've seen that again. It's got a trust score of 53. And actually, year on year, we've seen a nine percentage point rise, which is really big in a channel. So the highest rise for this year, and it's, as I say, topping that list with a score of 53. The next is search in terms of our like ranking of trust, if you like, it has a trust score of 49%. So that's Search engines. Then the other big rise this year is from owned media. So something that it comes directly from a brand or a company, um, and that could be really broad. It could be their website or an app or, you know, whatever it might be. It's lower with a trust score of 31, but that's eight points up this year. And we've seen that rising fairly steadily over the last couple of years, and it also fits very much so with raised expectations from businesses too. People want to hear directly from brands and businesses. And our lovely social media bringing up the rear here with a score in its early 20s. And whilst that, funnily enough, is actually a touch higher than last year, last year it was down at 19, and that's just a historical low. So it's really restabilizing in the low trust position there. And it's just worth saying, that obviously, these channels are not mutually exclusive, they do overlap, people aren't always able to, you know, perfectly pick out the differences. But we do find it really interesting to look at where trust inherently sits in a channel. So when you are Putting information out in a channel, you know the trust that you're starting with. If, something, if people read something in a traditional media source, it's likely to come with a starting point of more trust than it is if the only place they see it is social, for example.
0: Right. So it's uh, it's good news for for media relations people ev- everywhere in that sense. Um, in, 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 Keep it up. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> trust wise, um, the, the media is top of the trust league for for 2022. It is. It is. Uh, and they just again that the I do find that the year on year context quite interesting. You 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 mentioned them, but let's just go through it and just just yarn it through a bit, shall we? So that the media is up from 44% um, trust score in 2021 to 53% in, in, in 2022. Uh, any reason for that? It's quite an interesting comparison to the, you know, the stats we were talking about a moment ago, weren't we, where the, the media trust score was, was in effect down. But actually, when you're looking at traditional media broadcast online, that's, that's performed quite well. It's, it's quite an interesting comparison.
1: Yeah, it has. I think it's worth contextualising that with last year was a really big drop and actually traditional media fell below search in terms of trust. And the last time we saw that was back in 2016, 2017. So it's whilst it is good that it's recovered much of that trust. It hasn't recovered at all, and actually, the trend over the last sort of three or four years is actually one of a slight decline. Right. Uh, but thank God it's back from uh, its really low position last year.
0: Right. And it's interesting that search is that fairly steady? It, it, it seemed, I would have thought it would be, but is that? it's a pretty trusted channel isn't it search right you're wrong yeah, i mean it's, there's a yeah. huge amount of manipulation of search results that goes on but people don't seem to be quite as aware of that perhaps
1: yes it's steadier for sure yeah so oh. it's maintained a bit of a straighter line compared to traditional media that's all that did yeah
0: um and owned media i mean that was one of the things that came out one of the headlines that came out of the report because that you know call me a cynical old whatever but there is always an element as a as a consumer-owned media I'm always well you know it hasn't got that editorial integrity but the truth is the trust score is still relatively low but it's up quite a bit is that is that fair to say
1: yes it is so that's another one that saw a dip last year so it's more recovering that dip um and as you say it is lower it's down in the 30s 31 it's not it's not a trusted score there Um, but over time the broader trend is one of that what is on the up and alongside higher expectations of businesses i think there's more impetus on businesses to do better and to build trust in their own channels too we're starting to see the seeds of it more to come i would hope
0: right and social is an interesting one isn't it up from from a you know historical low of 19 yeah i can understand that the only thing i find it's interesting about social and i don't mind social media is that it's increased in trust because um <laughs> you, you know it, it has its role in life i'm not i'm not sure trustworthy content is necessarily top of that uh, of that agenda is it so i i'm I'm quite surprised It's i thought i'm not sure it should have gone down but i'm quite surprised it's come back five points
1: yeah, so it's come back to sort of stabilize around where it normally sits
0: in the early 20s. So,
1: okay. um, again, I don't think it's a big win for social, <laughs> and, but God, you're right that again, 20s is such a low score for trust. Um, right. so yeah, I not a big win, but um, a, a sort of
0: restabilizing, I would say, right? I mean, it brings us on my next question actually, but what is a good Trust score. I mean, I know you're going to hate me for asking that question, but, <laughs> but is it is it a relevant question? You know, when you're looking at this stuff, you've you've been doing this for a few years. When do you when do you see a number and go, oh my goodness, that's that's incredible, or that's really low, or that's really high? What what are your sort of parameters for that?
1: Yeah, so it's a great question. Um, So when we apply trust out in our client work and we're doing bespoke engagements, we often define what's a good trust score based on a competitive set. And that might not necessarily be in the same industry. It might be some aspirational companies or brands, whether that's in purpose or innovation or whatever it is. So often we define good relative to others. Um, But there are some kind of hard and fast Parameters that we use, particularly in the trust barometer, of anything up to a score of 50 is in distrusting territory. 50 to 60 is neutral, and then 60 and above is trusting. And we've been running this study for a really long time, as you know, over 20 years, and some analytics on where we start to see associated attitudes and behaviors shift are those specific points of inflection. So the score of 50 and the score of 60. So that's why we've defined those different um, sort of points from distrusting, neutral and trusting. So 60 and above is a good score to answer your first question. (laughs) Recognise how infrequently I've mentioned anything that's above 60 in our conversation today, right?
0: (laughs) Only only your employer, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, okay. And bad is anything less than 20, 25?
1: Well, anything in the distrusting territory is less than 50. So, I mean, yes, (laughs) if you're going right into the 20s, it's it's a very bad score. Yes, technical
0: classification very bad. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. So we should so that anything less than fifty is is in the distrust half. Anything above fifty is in the positive trust half. Uh, and then well, people control that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, brilliant, Louise Turner, managing director of Edelman Data and Intelligence. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Brent. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the PR Moment podcast, produced in association with the Marketeers Network. If you'd enjoyed the show, please do review us on iTunes and give us a decent rating.